You're listening to Leveling Up, where we'll show you how to win at the game of life and business. It's time to power up your skills through life gamification with your host, Eric Sue. All right, everyone. So today's going to be special. We're going to try, uh, Justin and I, we're going to experiment with something here where we're actually going to get two podcast episodes into one. So we're going to share it to both of our podcasts. And Justin's going to ask me a couple questions. I'm going to ask him a couple questions. So Justin, why don't we kick it off with you first? Tell us a little bit. What's the quick 30-second intro on you? And I'll do one on myself. And then we can kind of go back and forth. Sure. We may be starting a trend here, man. This may be a new thing. Yeah. So I'm Justin Brook, founder of AdSkills. The short version of my story you know, a lot of people know ClickFunnels today. Well, Russell Brunson, you know, he's the guy who founded that. I interned with him way back 2007. That's where I studied a bunch of the material he had. I learned paid ads real well. Then that became the thing that made me six figures online was, was Google ads. And so ever since then, ads have been the thing that put bread on the table, literally, and, and my son through college and things like that. So I'm an ad guy, and that's what we do in ad skills. We teach a whole bunch of different courses on ads. Cool. That's great. Yeah, so on my cool. side, I, I think the, the easiest thing is I'm Eric Sue. The easiest way to think about the things I do is we, we have a marketing holding company. So we have a software business. There's an events business tied to it. And you know we have, uh, we have the ad agency, and then I also invest in you know, different MarTech SaaS companies. And you know, we have our different audiences. There's the Leveling Up podcast, the Leveling Up book. If you can see the video, that's right next to me right now. You know, we have the Marketing School podcast, which I do with another um, marketer named Neil Patel. Yeah, I just love learning and I love teaching. Kind of similar to you. I mean, look at your background. You love learning and yes. uh, you're doing ad skills, right? You love teaching. So why don't mm-hmm. we start off with, with you first? Sure. Tell us a little more about ad skills. And, and at the same time, I mean, you're doing some unique things to, to, to acquire more students as well. I mean, we've, you know, you've been very gracious with your time. You've talked about you know, kind of the, the book funnel stuff that you do, right? So let's yep. talk a little more about ad skills and how, how you guys are unique compared to the other kind of marketing training um, programs out there? Yeah, sure. I just wanted to correct something I said before. I said that, you know, six figure, that was like 10 years ago. We've gone on to uh, <laughs> quite successful. So with ad skills, you know, the main way, you know, how the business model works, we're, we're uh, more of a publishing company, but we are a training company than a, than a course because we have like 14 courses. We have other instructors. And the way that we fuel our acquisition is with a book funnel. And the reason why I believe a book funnel is so good, especially in this market, you know, where I'm selling training is it self-selects a self-learner. So nobody's going to pick up a book who isn't a self-learner. So by acquiring those kind of leads, and, and we do uh, free push shipping, but, you know, lately I'm kind of seeing that you don't even really need to do the free push shipping thing. People are okay with buying books. You know, they don't mind paying $9.99 for a book. You can just charge outright for it. But that lead is really good because it's a buyer. There's really no compliance issues with ad networks when you're selling a book. It's very harmless. You know, there's no hype or sensationalism. It's a book. Everybody understands a book. And then it's always on their shelf, you know, and so they're always remembering your brand as well every time they look at your bookshelf. And so we, we do the book. And then we have an upsell, usually like a 149, 249 type of upsell, couple of courses, kind of our appetizer, if you will. And then once we get them in through the appetizer, deliver them an experience, now we follow up with what we call our tour. In the software world, you guys use the, the demo, you know, the free demo. And so I borrow a lot from y'all growth hackers. We just do a tour and the tour is we're showing them inside our membership. And it's like, look, look at all the stuff that we have. 
that you don't yet have in your members area. And then we sell them the full product from there on a, on a, on a Zoom call. That's awesome. So, I mean, for those of you wondering, I mean, because we have a good good amount of uh, people from tech and also from the internet marketing world as well. The internet marketing world understands the book funnels pretty well. But so, when you're running ads, are you making money or are you breaking even on on the on the initial kind of front end? This is a good question because I believe that the books work for every audience. You know, if you're selling knives online, you can have a book about knives. If you're selling software, you could have a, a book. Uh, HubSpot, they used to have the inbound marketing book, you know, so it, it definitely works. Some days were profitable, some days were not. It really depends. If it's Easter, it's probably not profitable. We don't do too well on weekends. And so we try to use day parting in our ads so that we're pushing the best of our budget to our most profitable times. But overall, on a long scale, it's it's really just a break-even. And a little bit better than break-even. And that's really, that's our acquisition. We, we don't really care about making money there. We're just trying to get acquisitions for free, essentially, so that we can then get them on the tour, which is where we make our money. And then we also do workshops. Got it. So I, I want to understand a little better. I mean, so j- just so yeah. people, know, the, the people to understand this, I mean, when I'm talking about the front end, uh, you know, obviously it's, it's the initial offer, right? Usually with big software companies, they can afford to wait a year, two years, three years to get paid back on a customer. But what you're doing right now is at least you are in, in a digital marketing world or internet marketing world, we call it a self-liquidating offer, right? So it's yeah. something where you break even, but then you make all your money in the back end, right? First 30 so, days, breaking even, yep. First, so first 30 days you break even, at what point do you start becoming profitable with this funnel? Like how long do people need to wait? You know, I don't have that metric. I know that our leads uh, are like fired up, ready. Like the, the best leads for us are like our 90-day leads. And so that's someone, we have two periods, okay? So we have someone who, if we try to reach them before they've been delivered the book, these are horrible. And they're like, dude, let me let me read your book first, you know, and then, then sell me something. If we reach them about two weeks, that's just in time for them to have read the book and they're really hot at that moment. If we don't reach them at that moment, it seems like it takes about 90 days. And so what's happening is they're getting emails from us. They're getting social media, YouTube videos, podcast interviews. About that 90-day mark is when they've really been exposed to us, and that lead is really hot again for us. Got it. And so walk us through how the business works. I mean, how do you make money? How do you charge for your, your programs? And you know, feel free to reveal whatever you're comfortable talking about. Yeah, sure. I, I didn't want to – the biggest problem I had when I was just selling courses is everybody wanted me to be on the sales calls, me to be on the webinars, me to be in the courses, me to everything. And then it's a horrible business model. Nobody wants to buy it because if I go away, the whole thing goes away. You know. So we switched over to the publishing model, which is much better. And now we have a bunch of different instructors. I'm not going to reveal exactly the agreements we have with instructors and whatever, but the instructors teach the courses. We make sure that each instructor has at least a million dollars worth of experience that way, our students know that they're learning from credible people and that they can accurately teach the material. So we have the instructors. That gives us all of our different courses. That allows us to expand out to YouTube ads and Facebook ads. and Google. It allows us to expand to all the different markets that our customers would be in and, and the needs of our customers. And then the other way that the business model works is you know, we do a Zoom call. You know, we do have some one call closes, but often it's it's a follow up process. We sell the package for five thousand uh, dollars, and that gives you lifetime access to the community, all the courses, certification. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff that that you get with it. 
What other questions do you have about the model? You know, one thing I want to point out too is, um, you know, Justin's actually been there. He's done that, right? He's actually worked with the top brands in the space. I, I think um, what I've been seeing in Clubhouse recently, um, you know, I know Jason Calacanis has been calling out coaches and consultants and, and things like that. They tend to get a bad rap because there's often people that are pitching credentials that they do not have. They're they're like yeah. talking about things and that they don't really understand, and then they they, they claim that they're these you know nine figure entrepreneurs and things like that, right? So it can get a little kind of, you know, iffy at times. So can you talk about how your stuff is, again, how it's it's different? Because I want people to understand, it's like, I don't want, it's like, oh, Eric brought on like a, like a course person, right? I, I want them to understand that there is a difference. There, there is absolutely a difference. And I understand that argument. And I've always, I got kind of my hand slapped years ago in that argument. And I made sure to always have one client, you know, because I never wanted that guy to be able to, some forum or some group somewhere to accuse me of only being a teacher. And so I always wanted to have a screenshot that when they said that I could just slap them with a screenshot of my recent performance. And so I, I really am, you know, I, I ran an agency for years. Uh, I've done millions of clicks in a day. My best, you know, my crowning achievement was 17,000 leads in one day and about $2 oh. a lead. So I, I've, I've been there, done that. I've had dinners paid for me by Google guys on their black card and, lived it. And that's what I try to make sure every one of our instructors does as well, because I just like Jason Kalkanis, I'm a big fan of him as well. I, I agree. There is a lot of this pretender. There's a lot of this fake it till you make it out there in the YouTube and uh, course world. And so my promise to my customers, what I think every course seller should promise to their customers is real legitimate instructors, just as like you would have in, in a college. And so we make sure that every instructor has, and they have to show us proof that they've spent a million dollars or more. And and some people come back and they say, oh, they could spend a million dollars. You don't spend a million dollars and not learn you know, the mistakes and not, you, know, you don't spend a million dollars and never make a sale. Rarely does that happen. Got it. Going back to the book funnel real quick. I mean, so you have, uh, it's basically a low dollar offer and then you, you upsell to kind of $150 courses, right? And then you're, you're trying to self-liquidate there. And then at the very end of it, I mean, you have higher dollar offers, maybe a couple thousand bucks, 10,000 bucks or whatever. I'm just making numbers up right now. Yeah. And so if people want to get started with this, let's say they have a SaaS product, right? And they, it's like, yeah, absolutely. If I have a SaaS product talking about maybe it's a sales CRM, I should be talking more about probably the, the best sales tactics or strategies in the world, right? I'm, I'm just, for example. Yeah. So how did they get started? Because it sounds like, oh my God, there's a lot of logistics around putting a book together, right? First, you have to write it. And then you have to worry about, okay, who's going to handle fulfillment? Who's going to handle the design? All that type of stuff, right? So how do you deal with all that if someone wants to get started? Yeah, I was just trying to see if I had a copy of my book here just so I could show. It's, um, you know, we're not talking about like this large tome of like my whole, my book is on one singular topic of advertising, just retargeting. And so I think it's about 78 pages long. We use 48hourbooks.com for our printing, very cost effective. And then we use shipoffers.com for our actual fulfillment. So 48 hour books puts it together. I wrote it in an ebook. Actually, my wife did this for me as a Father's Day gift. She took a series of emails I was writing about retargeting. And so I got to write it like one day at a time. She compiled all that into a PDF and she's, she went to college. So she went and edited all my there, there and theirs and all that. Then she took that to 48 hour books. They turned it into a book, pushed it over. I think we buy 500 at a time over to ship offers and then ship offers actually delivers it 
and they, they're connected directly with our shopping cart. So it's actually very simple to do. It sounds elaborate, but it's actually very simple to pull off. Well, there you go. There's a couple of tools for you right there. And the final question is, you just mentioned a couple of uh, services that you use. I mean, what are your favorite marketing tools at the moment? What's in your marketing stack that you can't do without? Uh, marketing stack that I can't deal without right now. I'm looking at the bottom of my my Mac right here. Zoom obviously is huge to us all right now in all ways, you know, both in webinars, interviews, podcasts, all those kind of things. Really big fan of tools like Adespresso and Revealbot. Revealbot is, I think, is a sleeper that a lot of people don't know about. Revealbot allows you to do more than what the Facebook ad network allows you to do. And it, and it does it in a, in a way that's okay with compliance, but it allows you to program things. It allows you to have different automated rules like stop losses in the, in the stock market. You can have that with your ad buys. So you make sure you're not just bleeding all your money away. So that's another one I love. And if I was going to say one more, you know, I kind of need to see my stuff here. Oh, you know what one I'm really happy about right now? It's called, uh, I think it's called flick.tech. And they are in Instagram monitoring hashtag, you know, it allows me to store a bunch of hashtags, do my post, and then I can see what I'm ranking on. It allows me to see a lot more analytics about my Instagram. And it's been hugely helpful. What's it called again? Flick, like you, like flick, you know, dot tech, I believe. Flick.tech. Okay, I'm just pulling it up right now, too. Okay, that's awesome. So guys, check out all these tools. That's been great. So yeah, I I just really wanted to front load this interview with with you first, but uh, I'll turn it over to you now. Yeah, man. So uh, just for my own audience here, I've been following Eric Sue for a long time. I remember when you were just a growth hacker. Now you've got a bunch of things going on. And I like to follow the the guys who I see are hungry that are coming up with new ideas. You know, I'm always looking for new ideas. And so I saw that you were not just a growth hacker. A lot of the growth hackers at that time were like programmers. And so it didn't jive very well, me being a, a marketer and then the growth hacker. And, but you were you had a marketing mind to it all. And I loved what you were doing in the podcast that you started and so followed you for quite a while. And then I saw that this book that you were doing, and uh, I'm a big fan. There was another book sort of like it. Again, I don't, you know, really, I don't want to create a bunch of dead air time, but there's a leveling up book for your body. And so I'm a huge fan of gaming RPGs, and I really believe that life is a video game. We're we're always gaining XP, and so uh, your book I just thought was amazing. Can't wait to get my hands on a copy so I can give it to my son. That's awesome. Yeah, I I, I appreciate that, and I, I agree with you. It's life's all about just getting XP every day and, and getting leveling up one percent each day, right? And, and if you look at everything as a puzzle, it just becomes uh, way easier and way more fun. So, I, and I think that's largely what you're doing too, right? Like you're you're just enjoying your time, like. If you want to do college right now, you'll do that, right? If you want to do something else, you'll do it. Like you do whatever you want. Like success to me is just working on the things you want to work on every day. Yeah. So me asking you a question here uh, for my audience, you know, what would you say? Our audience is very much build your email list, make offers to your email list. That's generally how our, our business works. So what's a growth hack within the building an email list? What's something you might add to someone who's building an email list that might help them build the email list even better? Yeah. So I'll give you one thing that's a little fresh right now. You're familiar with the the whole NFT craze right now? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have... Um, there's a friend of mine and he gave away... That's near, near field technology. 
No, no, this is, this is a non-fungible token. So take a look at it afterwards. You might. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about where you tap the phone to the things. And you're oh, yeah. Talking. I guess that's an NFT as well. But uh, so basically, okay. look, he, he gave away an NFT and he gained a ton of followers and he got um, you know hundreds of thousands of impressions, right? So imagine if you took that and you applied it to your email list, right? So let's say your email list is crypto enthusiast right now. You say, hey, if you share this with with people right now. Whoever wins, you know, I will make sure that I, I give this uh, this NFT away to you. This, it's basically a giveaway, right? But the engagement is just nuts. Like it has to be, it has to align with what people are interested in. It has to align with kind of what's hot in pop culture right now. And I'm like, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. Like now I'm looking at, I'm like, dude, I just want to do this every week and just give something away like that. You can right? even do credits. You can even do credits. You know, yeah. you're going to earn credits toward future things. Okay. That's huge, right? And by the way, this whole NFT thing, you can definitely take a look at it from a marketer's perspective. This book right here, those of you that can see the video right now, I can say, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make 100,000 NFTs. These non-fungible tokens are basically virtual collectibles, right? And I can decide if I want to make one of one or one of 100,000, right? And so maybe the first 90,000 or so, I can. These, this would be kind of the, uh, the bronze edition, right? Of leveling up. So you get the NFT, right? You get the NFT of the book, which is like, maybe it's a JPEG of the book, but you can resell it later. And then you can get the physical copy too, right? And maybe you can recoup the cost of the, of the book. You pay 20 bucks or whatever. Maybe the next 9,000 or so of the 10,000 remaining, um, we do a silver one. So maybe it's a hundred bucks and then maybe you get a monthly call with me, just making things up, right? Then there's a thousand left. Maybe you do 999 are the gold edition, right? And you get to do a mastermind. You pay $10,000 or something like that. And then you get one where like I come in and I, I live at Justin's house, right? Like maybe Justin buys, and I live with him forever, right? And maybe Justin has to pay me, you know, $5 million for that. But there's a lot of implications behind this stuff. So I, I, I know we're kind of talking about email and growing it, but I just got a little more excited about the NFT stuff. Yeah, no, I love it, man. And, you know, just one lesson, because you got a book book there, you know, what's a lesson you learned in getting the book completed? Huh. <laughs> It's uh, everything that the uh, the publishers and the, the the other authors told me was correct. It took me six years to actually complete this, and I was leveling up in those six years as well. So I grew a lot in those six years. It's it's grueling work. I mean, there's a lot of edits and things like that, and there's times where I just didn't want to finish it, right? But because I I put it out publicly, I held myself accountable to that. And I, I will say that it was a lot of quarterbacking for me, but the team, you know, the design and all that stuff. I mean, it was largely the team, but I, I did have to get pretty hands on with it. So, and I also learned that, you know, I, I went with a hybrid publishing model because I wanted to have kind of the, the power behind a publisher pushing it. They had a sales team behind it as well, but I also had full control from a, like a book funnel perspective as from a marketer's perspective. I wasn't trying to make money from the book out the gate. It's more so about spreading the message of, you know, life is just a game and here's how to play it. That's great, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Where can we, uh, are we pre-ordering right now or can I go order it right now on Amazon? It's available now. Yeah. You can go to Amazon or you can go to levelingup.com. I'll tell okay. you a story here. So we actually got $65,000 of bulk sales. So if you go to levelingup.com slash bulk, that's B-U-L-K, um, there are a couple different offers there. And here's how we got the sales. I actually did this, um, this launch party on Clubhouse, the drop-in audio social app. And this was the day before the launch. And so one of my, my clubhouse friends, she was like, Hey, like, why don't we do a launch party? Um, and it was a two hour thing. They were interviewing me. People were coming up asking me questions about the book and all that. It was like a celebration, right? And I, I didn't expect much to happen from it, but there were a couple of times where she was asking me, Hey, like, where can people go? I was like levelingup.com slash bulk. One person paid 35 grand. Another one paid 15 grand and another one paid wow. 15 grand, right? I said, that, that is oh. brilliant. 
about 4,500 book sales right there. And I'm just like, dude, I should have just done this like way earlier. But I'm sending this to my general manager so he can do it with our book. Yeah, it would be killer. I mean, the thing with Clubhouse is you you have to, you know, the two, because I spent two months of time on there and I built a lot of rapport with people. There are a lot of great people coming through. I looked at the analytics. I didn't make a webinar or anything. 1,500 people actually came through the room. And I was like, wow, like if I was paying for that on on Facebook, that would be what? For 1,500 attendees? At least $1,500. Yeah. Yeah. If if not more, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's what happened there. That's great, man. Well, man, I'm I'm super happy to have a chance to have an interview with you. If you have any other questions for me, I'm 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 here. I'm all yours. Yeah, I mean, my, my only other question for you would be, um, what is the most impactful book that you've had? I know this one is never too far away from uh, me. This is the the ultimate sales bible. I've made millions off of this thing here, and this is a new copy because my old one had like coffee stains and bent pages and highlighters, and I couldn't even read it anymore. So I got a I got a new copy, but that that is the one book I swear by, and and really just chapters four, five, six, and seven, maybe seven, four, five, and six. The Ultimate Sales Machine, just for those of you that can't see it, uh, written by the late Chet Holmes, great book. Yes, yeah, phenomenal. All right, Justin, what else you got uh, before we before we close out? Well, I, I guess I'll just ask you the same question. What's what's the one book for you that uh, we should all have on our shelf? Well, I mean, usually when people ask me this question, it's it's the first one that comes to mind. So I haven't really... Leveling up. <laughs> well, <laughs> besides my own, uh, thank you for that. It would probably be... The one I remember most is The Hard Thing About Hard Things. It's really... Oh, that's a, a good one. Yeah, it's a business and entrepreneur. It's the most recommended book on the Leveling Up podcast. So it's just you remember all the stories, like all the stuff you have to go through as as an entrepreneur. And and really, like I, I do think business is really... um you know it, it does hone your skills on how to work with people. And that's what life is, right? So I do think business is the ultimate game, but you know, people can feel free to disagree with me. It's just my take on it. I thought there was great stories in that book, very well written, great stories of behind the scenes of a lot of really large companies, which made it easy to to keep going in the reading. But what I really got out of that book is how hard it was for them realizing that my business wasn't as hard as I thought it was. And it made me fall back in love with my business. I was like, oh man, I got it easy. Yeah, that's big. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Dude, this was great. I hope this becomes a trend. I would love to see some more dueling interviews on, on podcasts. It's kind of fun. Well, Justin, let's close it out this way. So what's the best way for people to find you online? Just Google Justin Brook if you want, or Justin Brook interviews. You search Justin Brook on YouTube. I like to give first, you know, so go get all the free stuff that we have out there first, see if you really like it. And then if you want, then come on over to Ad Skills and uh, we'll gladly accept your money. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. And, and on my end, and you I mean, as well. Yeah. Just go to levelingup.com and you can reach me on Instagram or Twitter at Eric O S I U. And uh, yeah, we will see you guys in the next episode. Let us, by the way, tweet at me if you actually enjoyed this and then tweet at Justin as well. See you later. All right. See you. You may have completed this level, but many more bosses await. If you're looking to level up in marketing or business, just go to singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up to get access to our individual and team training programs. That's singlegrain.com forward slash leveling dash up.